I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Higgity-piggity. Hello, you're listening to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. And this is Bob Shoy, and I'm sat in the uh, spare room at my grandmother's house in Weymouth. And uh, listeners, you might be expecting a regular episode this week, but um, I visited family. And to not delay the podcast anymore, um, I roped some family members in to tell me some stories while I was here. And that's what this episode's going to be. So you've got a little break before we're back for a regular episode this time. But um, regular listeners may remember my cousin, James Stein, who's been on uh, multiple episodes in the past. We talked about him recently on the Highgate Vampire episode. And I said I'd like to get him back again. Well, I got him back again. So him and his uh, wife, he's newly married. I've got both of their stories on this episode. So um, Hazel's, his wife Hazel's got some stories she's going to tell and I finally managed to get him to uh, tell some stories despite him telling me he had none so you're going to hear me bullying him a little bit to uh, tell some stuff in this episode but we finally got it um, so some stories from Hazel and James on this episode uh, from my visit to uh, Weymouth which I hope you enjoy so here we go right let's just go for it right. um, <clears throat> I haven't done this for so long <laughs> I forgot to do portable recordings right <clears throat> Hi everyone, uh, I'm at my grandmother's house in Weymouth and uh, some regular listeners might remember my cousin James who's done a few episodes with me, Weird London, Weird Weymouth, the EVP experiment and I'm with his wife, uh, newly married Hazel, welcome to the family. Hello, this is a weird little welcome segue into the family yeah it's one way to make it so james has sort of enlisted you to be on the pod because he said oh hazel's got a few weird stories yeah i kind of didn't really have much of a say in it i just sort of ended up out here with you in the garden chatting about <laughs> ghosts so we're all sitting at my grandma's house and um we've disappeared into the garden yeah, so, to get a bit creepy about. Get a, get a bit, yeah. It's not a very creepy day, to be honest. It's bright sunshine. Yeah, it's not We're quite some deck the chairs. vibe of where we're going to get with this. But, um, <laughs> Let's see if we can change the atmosphere. I mean, if you started telling it and all the clouds started rolling if it over, it rolls in, the heavens come over. I've summoned the ghost to me, but yeah, yeah. So there's a little bit of a breeze in the air. If there's a little bit of wind in the recorder, forgive us. Um, I've recorded in much windier conditions, so it should be all right. Yeah. But you, James said you got a few stories. I've got quite a few stories. I don't even know where to begin, to be honest. 
Um, well, you're going to have to decide because <laughs> I don't know to them. So. <laughs> to be fair, my whole family, like my mum, my gran, we're all like a little bit witchy. Um, there was just like so many ghost stories between us all. But I think the worst ones in my family, particularly in my sort of lifetime, is when we've been on family holidays down to Brixham in Devon. When you say a little bit witchy, <laughs> yeah. did James know this before you? Probably not. He's probably married into it unknowingly, <laughs> but... He's not going to get sacrificed or anything. No, not yet. Not yet. It depends how it goes. We'll see. Right. Um, yeah, go for it. Yeah, we went down to Brixham on holiday when I was probably about six years old. Which is south... South coast of Devon. It's right. like an old little fishing port village, quite quaint, quite cosy. Yeah. I've never been. I know. I think I know where it is, yeah. It was on like Most Haunted for like um, one of the most haunted places in the mm-hmm. UK. But take that with a pinch of salt. Yeah. Um, but we went down there and we had this little fisherman's cottage and we turned up, we took our cat the first thing she did was sort of shimmy into a corner, not move for the rest of the week. Sort of like eyes darting around the room. And um, just kind of went downhill from there, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Little things like we'd come in, my mum would chuck the keys on the table. Um, we couldn't find them again. She thought we were playing silly buggers. And then we found them like dangling off the light fitting in the hallway. Mm. And it was like, all right. And then one night the sea fog like proper came in. And we're all sat watching TV. And my mum looks up at the window and she can see her reflection sat on the sofa. But she can see this, like, old fisherman. Oh. Like, his face, like, literally sat on her shoulder. Like, he sat inside her, like, on the sofa. Oh, like she's sitting through... Yeah, yeah, okay. But she didn't want to alarm anyone, so she just sort of silently got <laughs> up and moved over to a different chair. Um, and just, yeah, really horrible vibe. And then the next day, we... Um, we went up to bed, me and my brother, he's younger than me, and my parents were sat downstairs in the living room and they can hear like this sort of dragging of footsteps and then you can hear the stairs creaking one by one. Mm. And my mum was looking at my dad like getting a horrid vibe from this, like and you can literally hear like someone climbing the stairs, but you can see the stairs and there's no one there. And then right when it gets to the top of the stairs it goes quiet for about four seconds and then all she can hear was me screaming from my point of view i was laying in bed couldn't sleep and i look up and there's a man who's just walked in through the bedroom door walks right up to me in bed leans right down over me and just breathes on my face whoa and i just scream could you you could move it wasn't like a sleep paralysis thing. it wasn't a paralysis thing i'm like like trying to bat him away like right, thrashing okay. like screaming my head off and he stands bolt right upright i can still picture it it's been like 20 odd years Stands bolt right up and looks at me like I've startled him. Turns around and walks straight off, like through a wall. It's mm. like a big cupboard in the way. And he just walks straight through this cupboard, like through the wall. And my mum comes up and she's like, already heard the stairs. So she knows someone's gone down. And I'm saying, he's gone through the wall. He's gone through the wall. <laughs> so my dad pulls his cupboard out of the way and there's a bricked up old doorway oh. there. And my mum's just looking at him like, get out of here. This holiday's over. <laughs> so I was going to say, did you stay there after that? How long? Oh, we packed up two days early. And oh, left. really? <laughs> yeah, my mum was like, no more. Not a good vibe. No more. And then about, yeah, 15 years later, my mum turned around to me and my brother and was like, it's been a long time since we've had a family holiday. I'm going to book somewhere for us in Devon. And I was like, do not book this. <laughs> I was going to say, I wish you were, for, for old time's sake, God, we're going to go to the old fisherman's cottage. <laughs> I was like, there is no way you're going to get me in Brixham. So she books somewhere in Brixham and surprises me. And um, we stay in a different cottage, but it's sort of like a road away from the other one. Right, okay. 
And Risking. You're asking for it. Yeah, literally, it's bait, isn't it? <laughs> and um, oh, I had the worst night's sleep. I'm trying to sleep in this room. But you know in that feeling when you feel like something's watching you? Mm-hmm. And I've got literally the like the duvet over my head. I've got all the lights on, proper having a panic attack about it. Finally fall asleep and I have this like really creepy dream where I'm like my mum is sleeping in the room directly below me. Like literally, like if you could go through the floor, right. she's there. And I have a dream that I am laying in the bed that my mum's in. Mm. Uh, but I'm like having like, I can't move my body. Right. So I'm there struggling to move and like i'm just having this really creepy vibe and i can picture the room really clearly and i wake up and i'm like well that was a bit off that was really strange and my mum comes up for breakfast and she's like i had the weirdest thing happen to me in the middle of the night she was like i woke up but i couldn't move and i could feel the duvet moving off of my body but i was trapped Ooh. i was trapped and like i couldn't move um, and then all of a sudden it was like a release and I could move the duvet again and it was like some, whatever I had a hold on me like went and I was like I literally dreamt that that exact thing happened as I was you in the middle of the night wow that's weird and it was really weird um, so the next night like 20 years old I'm sharing a bed with my mum because we're both like scared <laughs> out of our wits end and we get into bed and we're like right we're going to beat the system here we're going to leave the bedside light on right. and we're literally in bed saying oh thank god we'll get a good night's sleep tonight because we've got the light on and as soon as we said that the bulb blew mm. so did you hang around in this place no we left two days early in that one as well <laughs> and you know i've never been back yeah i would say leave brixham for yeah. a holiday i mean it's not really a glowing recommendation i'm sure it's lovely there but it's just not for me too many bad experiences too many bad experiences but yeah brixham's not for me but i've got i work in an old castle as well we have lots of things that happen there that's uh portland castle yeah so if you ever come down to dorset it's right down like at the bottom of the island in portland um i work there little shout out there you go and uh yeah i've had some weird experiences there like when i'm locking up and you sort of like we've got a lady called the lavender lady and you can't like see her but you can smell lavender when she's around right okay and like yeah you can smell it up is that like one of them every now and then you get in castles and things like that where people different members of staff all say like oh yeah, yeah they've all experienced the same thing i was genuinely convinced that my boss was like setting it up and there was some like air freshener in the right. room somewhere but i am seriously convinced because i smell it everywhere like just following you mm. around like it's wafting just about. following you around well just people <laughs> like we have customers who come in and say that they can smell lavender and Mm. yeah but then equally like i've been in there with other people who stood right next to me and they can't smell it when i can that's interesting which is a bit weird but um yeah we've got um an old soldier in there who's a little bit of a pervert and he slapped me on the ass before (laughs) when i was locking up Um, i was wondering if you're gonna you just said before we quit there's one slapped me on the ass but i don't know if i'll mention it i don't know if i want to get that reputation going but um (laughs) no we've got one who seems to be a little bit handsy with people (laughs) listeners Um, got the treat of hearing about the ass slapping (laughs) slapping ghost at portland castle but um (laughs) if that's what you're into then head on down but um yeah go to the castle you might get an extra thrill (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah we don't put that on the leaflet but um (laughs) that's an added surprise (laughs) yeah no we've had quite a few weird little things um yeah. Do you ever get like um, visitors to the castle? You said, do they smell the lavender as well? People who visit. Yeah, we've had visitors yeah. who say they smell it. Not just like staff members, like bigging it up a bit to like have mm-hmm. our little lame claim to fame. But yeah. no, we had um, a group come in once and they did like a Ouija board in the shop. Oh really? Yeah, they decided that apparently we had a maid who lived there 
who got brutally murdered upstairs. Wow. Um, not sure how true that is. I've I've scoured all the old papers, see if there's any evidence about it. I'm yet to find that this is actually true, but apparently right, okay. it was a bit of a bloodbath and a bit of a a brutal shenanigan. It but, makes for a good story. Oh, it's 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 good to get people in, isn't it? But um, yeah. Yeah. Lots of weird little things. That's wow. just a little snippet into some of it, but a little bit of a taste. Maybe I'll of, come uh, back on and tell you some more weird ghost stories that me and my family have yeah, collected li- over the years. I like that. They were they were a bit. Ju- James said they were pretty good, but they were pretty juicy. I like that. Pretty juicy ones, yeah. Yeah, it's good to get you on the show. Thank you. For I don't actually me. know when I'm going to be using it, but it will be on here. <laughs> it's alright. It'll be a nice little surprise when we listen. Yeah. But well, thanks for joining me. Thanks, Hazel, for appearing on Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. That's all right. Thank you for having me. Now I need to go and gather some more. See if I can... We've got multiple family members here. Let's but I don't think I don't garden. think the rest of them are going to uh, be on it. No. Should we try and get James to say hello? Yeah, let's get James in. Standing in my grandma's kitchen uh, with long-time absent guest, James Stein. All right. <laughs> And I tried to get him on the pod, but he yeah. said he hasn't got anything to talk about. Yeah, and I've got, uh, I've got much really. Um, yeah, just been cornered really. <laughs> Are you angry with me for getting for turning this on? To be honest. Oh, well, I just <laughs> it's because I think it's the way you're leaning in the kitchen that is quite. I have to lean towards you to record. I was saying this to to, to your wife. When we recorded oh, outside just yeah. now, I was like, I have to lean in a little bit. Don't I you? just wanted to give Hazel a chance to really um, spread her wings in terms of uh, being on the podcast. I feel like I'm retired now. And, uh, You're yeah, handing over. Yeah, I'm handing over the cape. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hazel's got better ghost stories than me, so, which you'll probably hear later. Um, also, you told all yours. You've got none left. I've got nothing left. I've got nothing left to give you. Absolutely spot. <laughs> I still exist. I'm still here. But he I've just wants to check in, let you know he's yeah, still alright. Just a little tinker. Hi guys. Um, hope you're all doing well. Oh god. Congratulations on your wedding, James. Cheers. Thanks, man. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. Alright, well, thanks for being on the show. So awkward. Yeah, so as you can tell, it's a bit rowdy in here tonight. Getting a bit rowdy. Hey. It sounds like, for the listeners, if I play this in order, it's going to sound like we've all been drinking. Hey! Hey! James has got a little Shepton Mallet story. <laughs> Bob's wearing his grommets. Oh, we got your grommets, we got your teeth. <laughs> we got your umbilical so. cords. Obviously, that's not going to show yeah. you. <laughs> when you <laughs> we've got your oggies. <laughs> When you've done it for seven years, you realise to cut out any in jokes because listeners don't care. Um, go on then, James. James, do you want to go private? It's more money. Do you want to get? Because I know he. <laughs> Please tell me you got that. That's it. You don't need anything else. Sure out. Um, Thank you. Thanks, Grandma. <laughs> We, um, you were just saying in the kitchen yeah. how you didn't have anything yeah. and as soon as we sat back down in the lounge well, the beautiful thing something about, slipped out it, 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 beautiful thing about being married is um, they remember more than you do so Hazel literally stores some of my memories I forget and then retells me because let me just get it straight you said I haven't got anything interesting to talk about yeah. nothing spooky couldn't even think of and then when we sat down yeah. your wife said what about the Ouija board you did inside Shepton Mallet well, it's, yeah it's true and it, it all came flooding back to me in the most magical way um, 
first of all, bearing in mind majority of our listeners live in America, yeah, they're going to go, what's a Shepton mallet? <laughs> Shepton mallet is <laughs> and not... And I'll be honest, I don't, I don't really know. Shepton mallet is not a hammer. It's not Timmy mallet. Is it Timmy mallet? It's Timmy's younger brother, I think. Was it Timmy mallet had the hammer? <laughs> he had a mallet. Was it Timmy mallet? That's yeah. very English. No one will know who Timmy mallet is. No. Ship, uh, Shepton mallet is a prison in Devon, I believe. Somerset, isn't it? Yeah. So we've got Hazel on the yeah, sidelines. Give it a thumbs up. <laughs> I'm getting uh, signals where it's going wrong or right. Yeah. And uh, basically, as a family, my grandma, my mum, Hazel's mum, and my sister and her partner. I didn't realise how many of you went. Yeah, we all, we all decided to go and do... It's a family affair. It was our anniversary. It was it's our really anniversary, yeah. It's great anniversary. Place. We uh, decided that we were going to explore a prison at yeah. night. So... We put up... What is that? Is that paper anniversary or... What's the, that tradition for? Golden anniversary? The prison... What do you mean? Prison walks. That's only, that's only after you're married, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah it like doesn't count. Yeah, right. Still. It's just a normal anniversary. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest, I'll cut that bit. <laughs> um... But yeah, no, you go in, you're all sat in like a dinner room. Right. And they're like, you can have some squash if you want it. Lovely. And then there's all Lie the... your stomach before Yeah, you. there's a couple of biscuits. I think they put some biscuits out. A couple of people... As many details as you can think really of, mate. Well, a couple of people were getting a bit nervous and they were over by the biscuits. Oh, I see. Um, and there's all the families there, like... So how many about, people in total? There's like, about 30 people in this right, room. Okay. And you're all kind of sat in there like a school assembly. And they basically take you in groups. You had like... Um, paranormal experts who worked for the prison because it's like an ongoing event they do I think they do it every month or something like that and then they go around and you go around in tours so you basically explore all of the prison after hours obviously it used to be a working prison like we said where the craze were in there um, but now it's obviously just open for this um, but you you basically we got taken up first into like the old warden's office and there was like an old phone and Old pictures on the wall, very much of like nineteen kind of fifties era, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't really feel anything in there. They tried to like because the people you're with who take you around will try and contact spirits, or they have like equipment and stuff. Um, but nothing really went on there. My mom, were they trying to make it spooky? They're trying to egg it up a little bit. Yeah, there's a lot of that. I started getting some cat toys, um, which I didn't really get. With a little ball that lights up in there. <laughs> okay. Apparently, the ghosts go crazy for them, so they're <laughs> chucking them about. And I was like, you know, what type of ghost are we trying to attract to? Right, cat ghost. Obviously, yeah. yeah. Some sort of cat ghost. Um, but nothing really happened in there. They chucked the ball around, it flashed, and then it was kind of a bit underwhelming. <laughs> so then we left there. And then we went down into the actual main cells where you can actually go and all the cells are still right. intact. So it's like, you know when you see in like American films where it's like the, like I don't know, um, Green Mile, where it's yeah. like stacks and stacks of um, cells. So it's on, like, it was on like two floors. And then we all had to go and stand up on the upper deck, all of us. And Can just... I ask you, at this point, when you're walking through the cells, yeah. is it like a creepy atmosphere? Yeah, it's terrible. It's, right, okay, it's horrible. Great. It's really That's what I want to hear. dark and gloomy. You can't really see into the cells because it's dark. Right. There's like one... Were you, were you there's like poking your head in the light. cells, going in well, them? We had torches. You're allowed to go in the cells because right. the cells were open. But like there's still old beds in there and stuff like that. They weren't completely stripped. Like it looked like they had been used like recently, obviously, but they've kind of left everything in there of that mm-hmm. period. So they weren't um, taken out or anything. And then we had to stand on the upper deck and just stand in silence to see if we heard anything. 
And because it's an old building, you get creeped out because you can hear like the bangs mm-hmm. and stuff around. But You're overthinking any little... Yeah, I mean, it's kind of in the dark. Um, and then they decided to get us in like a circle and do some um, exercises. Um, oh, I might need Hazel here. Do you remember the one where... <laughs> well, you've done. The one where, you know, where we were in a circle... <clears throat> Yeah, and they got some stand in the middle. Yeah, so they got me... And then they were like, use that person's energy to, like, throw him around the circle. Yeah, so no one's no one's pushing you or anything. Right. But it feels like someone's pulling you by the front of your T-shirt or... And, like, like almost like you're on your tiptoes that so you're going to fall over any chance. Right. Like, if you ever trip in real life and then catch yourself from falling, it was very much that sensation. But you... It didn't feel like it was me doing it. But, from like but you can't stop the force. And you almost like, ch- I kept checking behind me thinking, whoever's standing behind me is pushing me. But it was like an invisible magnet. Like, you know, we see two magnets that can mm-hmm. pull together. It's like that sensation, but in your whole body being pulled forward. So that was really weird. I don't know how they did that. Um, and I kept trying to figure it out, but they didn't really say anything. They just chucked another cat toy down. <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt, pull out yeah. all the old classic. Yeah, I think they had two of them. And... When the light goes on, they react to movement, is what they were saying. So if it lit up, it would be that a ghost is playing with it. Mm-hmm. But I don't really know why they'd be I think if I was a ghost, I'd have better things to do than play with a cat toy. Well, I watched this... Me and Hazel watched this Most Haunted... Um, it might have been... Was it Most Haunted or something else? Do you remember? Oh, you know the yeah, one I'm going to tell? No, I know exactly where you're going, but I can't remember what it's called. All right, so it was one of those, like, ghost programmes. Yeah, legit, then. Yeah, so oh, legit. For sure, for sure. <laughs> and there was this... Um, they were like, oh, there's a ghost of a little boy in this room. Right. And this guy came in who can channel <laughs> channel ghosts. And he was like, oh, I think he's hungry. And this is honestly on TV. I'm not making this up. He they, was starved to Yeah, death. they were saying the boy was obviously hungry, starved in this room. And they were like, we need to cleanse his hunger. So they literally took him up a banana on a paper plate. Oh, my goodness. And left this it on the floor. shows lose all credibility. And like, but what did they think was going to happen? Like, they just going to have a half-eaten banana by a ghost. Like, it's just left in there. <laughs> And I'm like, that's all he needs. He doesn't need people rocking up with a bunch of bananas. If anything, that's... Helping pass over. That's making it worse. Because he you can't do- eat a real banana. Yeah, exactly. So he's looking at that starving, thinking, oh, bloody That's made it worse, yeah. If you died and I brought you a bunch of bananas, yeah. you wouldn't be happy. I'd be like, what do you want me to do with that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bring me a banana skin, then I might be able to eat the ghost of the banana that was there. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> all right, anyway, going back to the prison. So we've got cat toys going on. <laughs> and... Um, then um have <laughs> I ruined all atmosphere it's alright no, no it's fine <laughs> the ghost of a banana <laughs> so after that we went to we went we went to no we went to another room first we did the table didn't we oh the table setting yeah so basically you there's an old wooden table and we're all sitting in there and you have to like Put your hand on the table, mm-hmm. and then it tips without. Oh, you. I've seen that done. Yeah, before, but yeah. it actually was doing it. And like, I'm very like uh, cynical as a person, so I was checking the table with my um my my stepdad, and we were like looking at it, and we couldn't find any kind of trickery to the table, like solid legs and everything else. But we, you'd stand up, and the whole thing would just completely fall over. Mm. Um, but it wouldn't make sense from a scientific point of the weight, where the weight distrib- distribution. You would think that based on the fact you're holding it. Yeah. that it wouldn't be able to move with the weight of your hands on it, but it was just... So that was another weird one they did. So it kind of took us around to do all these different activities. Um, and then we also went back into the cells again, and then we kind of split off into two groups because they kind of were like, right, we're going to do a Ouija board. Who wants to do it? Um, so my mum, her partner, went off. My grandma and 
and my sister. And then it was me, Hazel and her mum decided we'd do this Ouija board. One, because I'd heard you actually done one in the past on your podcast, so I was intrigued from that episode, to be honest. And two, I was like... The one where we did it. Yeah, so I was like, it's an experience that, like, it's the, uh, I've never it's done. It's the one we won our award for. Is it really? Well, yeah. <laughs> I just had to drop that in there. <laughs> but, um, no, so we they set the Ouija board up. There's a little table. Again, I was, like, checking underneath to see if there's anything. There was no cloth or anything. It was just on a wooden table. Um, and the weird thing about it is... When the group were around, like the other people in the group, like the family I mentioned that went off, the Ouija board was dead, like nothing happened. But as soon as they left, it started being active. And again, a bit like I was saying about magnets or like batteries, like like, like being pulled together. Mm. Um, it generally couldn't explain it. It was pulling our fingers across the board and going on letters. So it started going to um, F and R. And I'm thinking, okay, this is spelling out someone we asked if it knew anyone yeah 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 so my grandma was there for a little bit before she left and we thought it was spelling out my granddad's dad's name frank frank yeah who had passed away so it'd be me and bob's great granddad um but it started to do that word and then it wasn't spelling anything particularly it was just like messing about so then the girl who's with us who's this paranormal expert was like it might be like a child and then we were like, how old are you? And then it came up, was it like six or something? Six, six or seven or something like that? It went on the age. But it was responding to our questions, but it was kind of like a child answering the questions. It, was it like wasn't concise. It would say yes and no and like stuff like that. But when, um, uh, when you were feeling it, so did you all have, was it like a planchette yeah. that you were using? Yeah. Glass. It was glass. It was, was a glass, yeah, yeah. right. Um, so obviously I've done it. Yeah. It's a weird, was it just, did it just feel like it was loosely moving? Mm. It felt like, again, like I said with a table, you, like if you had pressure on a coaster on a table, mm-hmm. it wouldn't move because you've put pressure. So even if someone came along to try and move it, it would have some resistance. Mm-hmm. Whereas it felt like even though you're putting that power of your hand into it, it is just fighting against whatever resistance yeah. is going wherever it wants. A bit like an ice cube. Ice cube, yeah. Al- yeah, alongside something <clears throat> just sliding along. Mm-hmm. Um, you just felt like you had no control. It was like slippery. You couldn't keep it in one place. It, yeah, when we did It's a it, weird it, sensation. It, it, strange it, sensation. It was like a... It wasn't like, because I've seen it on some videos where it slides around all over the place. It wasn't doing that for us. It was like, it was very precise. It wasn't like, obviously I said that some of the words and the answers were a bit mixed up, but a lot yeah. of the time, if it was like a yes, no answer question, mm-hmm. it would like seem it was moving with direction. Like it, right. like it was, in, it was going to a certain place. It wasn't yeah, just yeah, yeah. higgity, you know, it was all over. It was very going, higgity, right, yes. Yeah. Well, you caught yourself from saying that. I wanted to make yeah, sure that was yeah, you. That was definitely what I said. Yeah. That's the name of this episode. Higgity piggity. <laughs> Ghost banana. Anyway, where were we? Um, Started moving around. Yeah, and then so we're doing it, and I'm standing next to Hazel, and her mum's opposite us, so we're kind of on this small table, and we're all kind of like shoulder to shoulder. Um, was it just you? Yeah, it was us three. Yeah, my grandma had left at this well. point. Yeah, was it the, we had like a chaperone. Yeah, it was one person. Yet. Um, but it was just the three of us with our okay. fingers on the glass. Yeah, and right. we all promised as well, like, we weren't going to mess around. We're just going to, like, see what would happen. Yeah, and there's obviously there's strong trust between me and Hazel because obviously we're married. And then obviously Hazel's mum, we know really well. So she, And also her mum really is very much like... Yeah. So we knew that everyone around us would not, like, play up or anything. So that was the weird bit because we all kind of came away with the same thing. But the weird thing that happened is as we were doing it more, and we'd kind of been doing it maybe about five, ten minutes at this point, um, I started feeling really faint. I could just feel you and, like, yeah, sliding down my back. I, I couldn't <laughs> film. I didn't know I was doing this, but I was like putting more of my weight on Hazel. She was standing next to me. 
And then Hazel was like, are you all right? And I could feel myself almost like I'd been drained, like a battery, and I could feel myself going. And then I was like, I need to stop doing this because I felt like I was going mm-hmm. to be sick. And um, we stopped it and they said, oh, okay. And I, hadn't, and I hadn't felt ill the whole evening. It wasn't like I'd felt ill at all or anything like that. Because um, I was, really, I was really excited. Obviously, it was our anniversary. We were going to go do this really cool experience. And a bit like yourself, I, find, I like to do stuff that's different and mm-hmm. interesting. So it wasn't like I was like, oh, I don't want to go tonight. I'm not feeling very well. And I just felt really sick and faint at that moment, like I was going to faint or throw up. And we stopped the Ouija board. The lady was worried about me, so she took me outside. I had a bottle of water on me, so I had some water, got some fresh air. I must have been out there for about five minutes. And then I felt absolutely fine again, like almost like just washed over me like I was back to normal. Mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah, after that, we went back and did the Ouija board a bit more, I think. Didn't we do a little bit more? And then we just basically determined that we think it was a boy and that... Well, the cells we were in, she told us, was um, where female prisoners were, and they used to be able to have their children mm. in there with them. Yeah. So we kind of concluded that maybe it was like the child of a female. Yeah, of a, yeah, yeah. Um, because they didn't like have any education in the prison or anything, so they wouldn't have been able to spell and things. So because we were getting some absolute gibberish off of the board, mm. but it could do yes and no. Mm. But yeah, just, yeah, like it's str- it, like it struggled with spelling. It was a dyslexic ghost. <laughs> it's just the way it drained you, like completely. Yeah, it was really weird, and I, I, yeah, I don't understand like what it was. We tried to explain it to ourselves, and but everyone was there, witnessed it, and definitely knew that it wasn't. Like I'm very cynical. I wouldn't do that to put it on for an effect, like especially around family, and like you know why would you? Um, and then the weird yeah. thing that happened is obviously when we when we went back to do it the second time, the family, the other a lot of my family, had gone and explored the cells and gone around different bits of the prison had all come back to meet up with us. And the minute they came and there was loud noises again, because we'd been really quiet doing the Ouija board, just went dead again. And we didn't get any more kind of communication through the board. It was almost like someone turning down music to zero or your controller and putting it on mute. It was suddenly everything and then nothing because almost like it responded to the noise that we were making in the prison, the people that had come back. Mm-hmm. So we were almost like, yeah, no, we just had this Ouija board do us. Oh, yeah, well, it's not doing anything now. So it was almost like... We're trying to convince people, yeah, something's happened. But obviously they had missed it because they'd been off. Uh, and then it didn't do it when they were out. So then we kind of called it a night with that. And that was the uh, that was the end of it. But it was um, it was a really good night. If anyone, you know, with any of those tours you can do, they're definitely worth doing. I've looked at doing, they do similar ones like that in Leeds because there's some old buildings in Leeds. And they do one at the old, well, the building that is the Leeds Museum. They do them there. And um, I've looked into going along to one of them before. For the, uh, it was quite, it was a pod. really cool memory uh, for all of us to do as family because it was so out there and I think we all remember it's not interesting is it and even if there, even if you went to one of these and you never maybe didn't have the same experiences I we had um, I just the exploring of an old prison like yeah, it's, it's just incredible cool. like it's after hours yeah it's really creepy vibe anyway I mean sometimes the atmosphere of just a building alone can like it's really interesting yeah but um, yeah so yeah that's that's kind of it that's our so where was it Shepton Mallet in Somerset and it has a lot of history as well with the craze anyway so even if you're just interested in prison history like inmates like i think the craze were really famous so so after telling me he didn't have anything yeah i know just sitting on a sitting on a sleeper 17 minutes i'm good at that (laughs) so that's how enwrapped we were by the story yeah so thanks james yeah thanks a lot got him back on it stein out james stein and for the first time, is it we're going for Hazel Stein? Yeah. You know what? I might put this out as a mini app and call it uh, Stories with the Steins. <laughs>
Well, you got Hazel's and you got mine, so there you go. Because we put the one out with Tess talking to his mum, didn't we? Yeah. So might we could put out yeah, that was a good one. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Thanks. All much. right. No, you're welcome. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> Lovely. Out. Lovely to have you. Steins out. Steins out. <laughs> thank you. Right. Wow, that sounds really cool. Get our bloody going. Yeah, you're either going, nothing's happened. Like, what about telling you? He's never told me that in detail. No, I didn't ever hear that story either when you went to Chef Marley. We never really, I don't know why we never spoke about it. We all, Nobody really mentioned well, it. Well, because we'd all gone together. Because we all went together. about it because we all shared it. I remember before you went, you guys, I remember Grandma saying you were going to do it and you said you were going to do it, but then I never really, I never thought to ask anything about it afterwards, I forgot. Yeah, we went and explored in like a loft as well. It was like a weird loft. You did. It was good. Was good. Shelves, didn't they? Oh, they yeah. got grandma. They shut the door. Yeah, they put us in the shelves. She always sees ghosts. Yes, she does. She does until she sees I've got this in my hand. No, 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 nothing weird, never. I know, Grandma's told me some weird stories. Yeah, she's like, open to the ghost world. Yeah, but not on that thing. Goosebumps. Grandma's got some goosebumps stories. So cheers and like, I found this really, we should do one and be like, put it as an April Fool's one. I found this old camera and everything. So I was like, hang on a minute, I say cheese and die. And that's it. So it's a little bit of a short one, um, but I'll wait to get something out there. If you want to get in contact you can do so via the email it's wtatupod at gmail.com or you can go to weirdtalesandtheunexplainable.com you can contact through there and uh, on that website there's all the links to regular stuff there's ways to buy merch there's ways to support us monetarily there's ways to um, do all the stuff you want to do just go on the website it's all there you can follow me on twitter I'm at bobshoy that's at b-o-b-s-h-o-y and you can go to bobshoy.com that's b-o-b-s-h-o-y.com uh, to see other shows I work on um, or to find ways to support me on Patreon as well to keep making stuff um, The Weird Tales of the Unexplainable is the only pod I have running at the moment but I'm looking at working on some other podcast projects in the future so next time um, the episode you might be expecting is actually going to happen that's the one that Tiss has been putting together So until then, thanks for listening. Love you lots. Bye-bye. Of course it is beautiful wherever you go And the rain in the summertime makes the words of us grow And it's pleasant to sit in the thunder and the hail With your girlfriend on a thermic lap to hear the sweet nightingale 
the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.